Welcome everybody to episode number 18 of the Third Sun Gaming Podcast. I am your host, Tyler, joined as always by Mike. Mike known as Ryman Steel on PlayStation Network and Evil Lawn Gnome on Xbox Live. Mike, how are you this week? <laughs> I am the epitome of happiness and zen, my friend. How are you doing? I'm pretty good, man. I'm uh, doing a lot of traveling lately, which I'll touch on recently, but or uh, touch on shortly. But Graham, uh, also joining us, uh, Graham, known as Music Dweller on Xbox Live. Graham, how are you? As always, doing good here in the Great White North. Got some uh, good Blue Jays games to watch now. Fun to get to see a team in the playoffs that I can cheer for. That's but good. I got I got another good. team in blue for you, uh, the Maple Leafs, that we'll have some commentary on later in the show when we get to fan mail. But... Uh, good to hear that you're doing well. Um, before we jump into everything, just want to kind of say uh, sorry for missing, uh, you know, a couple weeks worth of episodes. Uh, it was caused by a few things out of our control. One, I had some work-related travel that I had to deal with. And two, we had some technical difficulties which were out of our control. Um, not an excuse, but definitely just want to apologize for that and it won't be an issue going forward. We didn't forget so, about you, so don't we worry. We did not forget about you. We're not going away. So... Uh, thank you for staying with us. Thank you for the messages, by the way, those of you who sent them. Yep. Asking what's going on with us, uh, making sure we're okay, all that type of thing. Uh, <laughs> we we are okay. And uh, we're here. Physically. For, yes. <laughs> and we're going to continue to bring you episodes uh, uh, week by week. So you can join in the community. Um, the website is part of the technical difficulties, and that's going to be resolved shortly. But yeah. in the next few days, you'll be able, go, be able to go to the website at www.thirdsongaming.com. When you're there, you can either catch up on old episodes, you can listen to the last five on there, or you can click on that forums button, which we'd really love for you to do. Join in the conversation there, and let's uh, have a great conversation about gaming. You can also take part by going to the uh, Twitter account at, at thirdsongaming, uh, words, T-H-I-R-D-S-U-N, gaming. And follow us there. Join in the conversation. Finally, you can send us emails. Send us questions for discussion. We'll get into that later this episode. We have one from a great listener of ours. And you can send us an email at mail at Third Sun Gaming. Again, all words, T-H-I-R-D-S-U-N, gaming.com. So now that we have all that business out of the way, let's get into the news. we got a lot to cover, and we're going to kind of skim over some of it because we're going to cover about three weeks worth right now. <laughs> but... Hold on uh, to your hats. Let's kick off. Microsoft, in their infinite wisdom, had initially planned to sell 200 million Xbox Ones. They're currently at about 20. Lofty. Missed the bar a little bit on that one. So they, they were a little off. And, and I think this goes back to, you know, you think back to 2013, and you think back to that reveal. And that reveal was all about TV and, like, being a, a fixture in the living room. Connect. Yep. yep. And I think that they were gearing towards like the moms and families to get this as an entertainment device rather than a gaming device. And I think that that was a, I mean, I, I don't even think, I know it was a huge miscalculation, right? This is something that blew up in their face. We all know, we all saw it unfold. And Microsoft spent the last, you know, two plus years recovering from that, which they've done a very good job of. Yeah. But initially. Yeah, 4K, I was gonna say it's too bad the 4K Blu-ray uh, Blu-ray player wasn't out then, because now you could say okay, it's more of an entertainment thing for movies and stuff because they can play 4K. Mm -hmm. It is, and it's funny because both consoles are moving that direction, right? 
-hmm. So, and honestly, I mean, if we're really going to get into it, Sony's moving even more that direction. Because back in 2013, Sony bashed Xbox for talking about entertainment and TV and all that stuff. And Call of Duty. You know, everybody put out the videos like TV, Call of Duty, football, Call of Duty, TV, whatever. Yeah. And now, Sony's the one with the contract for Call of Duty. And they have a streaming service. Sony's the one with their own TV platform. Yeah. With PlayStation View or whatever. Yeah. And Sony's the one, you know, with the streaming gaming service and they're they're boasting it as an entertainment platform. So they've kind of reversed roles and it's kind of interesting to see this unfold. Where Xbox with Scorpio is kind of going back to saying we're gonna be a powerful kick ass gaming machine. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of interesting to see the the dynamic and how it's kind of changed and almost done a complete one eighty between the two of them in the last three years. But I thought that was interesting and funny. That Xbox thought they were going to sell 200 million of these things. <laughs> um, they sold, yeah. for the record, they sold about 80 million Xbox 360s. Yeah, right in that ballpark. So you're talking more you know, than double. Wow. Yeah, more than double is what they anticipated selling, which is a little off off the mark. So <laughs> we'll leave that at that. Uh, next up, for those of you who love Destiny, I did once upon a time. And once I got sick of doing the same thing for the, you know, 55th time, I didn't anymore. But you. I know. But rumors give hints that Destiny 2 will be a dramatically different experience from the first game. So larger worlds, new characters, and seamless mission start are in store for players in 2017 when this game comes out. And the big thing for me is the seamless mission start because... Having to go back in orbit and go back to the tower every time you want to do anything gets to be pretty monotonous and it gets in the way of the gameplay experience. So mm -hmm. being able to start a mission by just walking up to somebody, you know, like most other open world games have. Yeah. Is kind of cool. It's a good addition. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think that'll that'll do a lot to help that experience and help the game because really for Destiny, like the players, I was actually talking to somebody today at work that, that loves the game and they were talking about the, the raids and, you know, going in and, and spending eight hours on a raid and stuff like that. But that's not every player's experience. Some people like that single-player thing or they like just going in with, like, one friend yeah, and getting through missions and things like that. And I think that that seamless mission start is going to help those people. Mm -hmm. The people that love the raids are still playing the game. Yeah. And they're going to play the, they're going to play Destiny 2 as well. Yeah. So I think adding the seamless mission starts going to help everybody else have a better experience with the game. Is so, it really an eight-hour raid? That it at first it was. Now there's people that can speed run and get through in like you know an hour. Or so that means you you can't stop until it's done. Yes, correct. Wow, that's a long time. Yep. For them to that is a very expect very somebody. Long time. So there was like when the game was first coming out, they had like some pro players go play the game, and I, I'm. I might be a little off on the numbers here because it was a couple years ago now, but my memory tells me that they have these pro players go play this raid, and after 20 hours, they still couldn't complete it. Wow. So, I mean, obviously players have figured it out since then, since the game's come out, but, mm -hmm. but and there's numerous raids to do at this point with all the, the DLC and expansions and all that good stuff. Right. But... Yeah, the, the raids are a time-consuming feat if, if you're doing it for the first time. So, And is the pay worth putting in all that time? Uh, some would say yes, and some would say no. You know, there, there's always that roll of the dice with the, the gear that you get in that game. 
So and, it's ra random yeah, sometimes? Yeah, it's like, a better yeah. roll of the dice now than it used to be. Hmm. But it, it's still a roll of the dice. I, so. I guess it's, it's, how, it's how you value your time. Um, right. Like when I was when I was playing AeroQuest, the first one, you know, doing the plane raids when they first came out, you know, that lasted a while, you know, three or four hours and stuff like that. But there is no way you can talk me into sitting there for eight straight hours. There is other things I want to do, like, I don't know, eat, um, maybe talk to somebody in the real world, whatever it may be. You know, I just, you, you couldn't pay me to do it. Yeah. I hear you, and and there's plenty of players like you out there that are the same way. So I was saying they could they could pay me. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this is going to be a better experience for everybody involved, and hopefully it's a more comprehensive uh, game come twenty you know twenty seventeen. I'm assuming fall twenty seventeen is when we'll see this game, and they've also promised a more fleshed out story. You know, more fleshed out uh, you know, story experience yeah. that makes more sense rather than the first one, which made zero sense. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, looking forward to that a year from now. Uh, third up, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare Beta gets further details. So, PS4 players who pre-ordered this game can start playing on October 14th hmm. due to the PlayStation agreement with Call of Duty. And Xbox One players can jump in starting on October 21st. So, one week later, the beta is going to end on October 24th. And while we're on that topic of Call of Duty... If you pre-order this game and purchase it, then a big reason many people are pre-ordering Call of Duty Infinite Warfare is to get Call of Duty 4 Remastered. Mm -hmm. So if you want to download both these games on your system and you bought the system on day one, it's going to take up 26% of your hard drive space because it's about 130 gigs for both games. Yeah. So you might want to think about that. Most games, uh, you know, big games on average are about 40 gigs. Yeah. So this is a huge That's, game. 40 gigs is still big for, for... Yeah. So, I mean, 40 gigs, you're talking like your Witcher 3s. Yeah. Of yeah. the world. Yeah. And this game, with two games, they average 65.5 apiece. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. So yeah. I'm hoping they can deliver on that, because that's going to take up a lot of hard drive space for everybody. Because no matter what console you have, you got to download the game onto your hard drive to play it. Right. So I, I think... Uh, you know, there's there's gonna be some high expectations and and you know there's a lot of games coming out this fall. So yes. if this doesn't deliver, you know, people are gonna be hard pressed to devote over a quarter of their hard drive space to this experience. External hard drives are gonna start selling. Yeah, they are. I, I have one. They're gonna go up. <laughs> yep. So, um, everybody say hi to my dog back there in the background. Yeah, I know. Um, so Hello dog. Uh, yes. Uh, EA Access members on Xbox One can play Battlefield 1 starting on October 13th. This game is due out on the 21st of October, but you can jump in on EA Access on October 13th, and if you pre-order the uh, early Enlister edition, you can play on October 18th, which we'll get into in discussion, but, but you can play this game October 13th if you are an EA Access member. Graham, I know you're a big fan of EA Access, so what, what are your thoughts on this? Oh yeah, I'm a huge fan of EA Access, and I keep telling people that even for one or two games, it is well worth it. And especially if you're in sports games, yeah. and you're like, do like, I play Hockey Ultimate Team, and I know you play Madden Ultimate Team, Tyler. Yep. yep. So by getting EA Access, you get a 10% discount on packs, and you even get a 10% discount on the game. So it's yep. well worth it. Yeah, you get a 10% discount on everything you purchase. Related to the game. 
Yeah. So even if, even if it's a free download and you decide like, hey, I want to play NHL 16, great. You go in and download the game for free, and you decide, hey, I love Ultimate Team. Which you know, if you do, you should be playing 17 because it's almost money wasted buying stuff in 16 at this point. But yeah, but you still get that 10% discount, and you get that discount even for games that aren't in the vault. So if you're an EA Access member and you're playing Madden 17 or NHL 17 or any game that's coming up and you have DLC in there that you want to buy, whether it be packs for Ultimate Team or uh, DLC packs for Battlefield 1 or Titanfall 2, you're going to get a 10% discount on all those items, which is pretty awesome. I mean, that adds up. It might seem small at the time, but it adds up. Yeah, and to subscribe to it isn't really that much. No, it's 30 bucks a year if you pay the yearly fee. So half the cost of Xbox Live, you know, and if, if you play, you know, EA's got a lot of good games in there at this point. You can play some Plants vs. Zombies. You can play your sports games. You can play racing UFC. games. Yep, you got Dragon Age Inquisition in there. You got the original Titanfall in there. A lot of stuff to do. Different types of games for every kind of player. And it's 30 bucks a year. So it, to me, it's a great deal. Um, Graham, anything else on that? Nope, just get EA Access if you don't have it. And, All right. like I said, get, play Battlefield 1 early, which looks like a great game, and it'd be nice to get in there first and see what it's all about. All right, so next up, a UK site has list or did list the Nintendo NX for £350, which is the same price, uh, once you convert it, that the PS4 or the PS4 Pro and the PSV or VR are selling for not together but separately so about four hundred dollars us graham if this thing's four hundred dollars and i know you're probably the wrong person to ask because you're gonna buy it if it's <laughs> you're gonna buy it if it's two thousand dollars well no but, i'm stop it at two thousand okay <laughs> but looking from a business standpoint you're looking at the ps4 pro at four hundred dollars you're looking at the xbox scorpio or you're looking at take out scorpio you're looking at the one s at as cheap as low as three hundred Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would four hundred dollars be the right price point for the NX to be successful on a large scale with mass consumers? I would say no. But the thing is now, this is a rumor, so we don't know if this is actually official. Mm-hmm. So if it's that that seems like a steep price, but no one really knows what comes with the system, right? So it could be worth it, and this could be like a bundled system as well. So it could come with other stuff. So if it was just straight out for the system and nothing else, then yeah, I think that's pretty steep, and you could hurt yourself in the long run, which I know Nintendo really wants to avoid this. So if they come out with a price that's that high, then they must have really thought it through and can back it up. If not, they're going to hurt themselves. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it before, right? This this is kind of it for Nintendo. Like, this is the one they need to deliver on. And if they don't, they're in big trouble as far as hardware goes. Yeah. Because, you know, the, the Wii was usually successful, the Wii U, not at all. <laughs> and now they're looking at, you know, the NX, and, you know, you got the Xbox One, and, the, and especially the PlayStation 4, selling incredibly well. And just... they're very popular. I'm just curious when this is going to be, like, not released, sold, but, like, going to let out the information. Revealed, yeah. Yeah. Because time is ticking. If this is February, like, you're, like, four months away. I think it's coming soon. And I think if they really want to be, like, 
you know, kind of smart asses about it, they'll do it right around when the PS4 Pro comes out. They'll they'll put the reveal, but I think the latest they do it would be about the Game Awards in early December. Early December, yeah. like that's like two months. That puts you well, it's three months before release, so it gives you a little time, and it's still a tight window. I agree, mm-hmm. but I think uh, that might make things a little bit. You know, it might get people excited and, and up the pre-orders for it, and it, it still keeps that window open for the people that want that little, the, the classic mini thing in November, which you can't even pre-order anymore, Yeah, sadly, because that's the best Nintendo system they're releasing next year. Could you pre-order but it at one point? You could off Amazon, but they sold out within, like, a couple hours. Oh, no, I missed it. Yeah. It was back, like, late August. They had the pre-order up, and, and it was sold out within like six hours wow yeah so sadly it's going to be the best best system in time thanks for letting me go no guys like come on now i I didn't know either like i was i was watching for it and it was just there and gone yeah so because that's the nintendo system i want for sure and the other one the nx i'm going to kind of just see what the reveal looks like and hopefully it's good Mm -hmm. so but for 400 bucks i mean it's that's kind of the going rate for new consoles, but Nintendo tends to be behind technologically the other two big companies when it comes to new releases for hardware. So, agree. Is it really a four hundred dollar system? Uh, let's stay is tuned. A, Let, let's yeah. not jump to conclusions. Yes, I know Nintendo Bobo. We'll stay tuned. <laughs> we'll we won't pass judgment. All right. Randy Pitchford had a gearbox. Denies rumors that Battleborn, Battleborn is going free-to-play. Uh, there were rumors swirling last week that Battleborn is going to be a free-to-play game, partly because they released, like, a couple weeks before a little game called Overwatch that sort of dwarfed it in sales. And you know, Battleborn, from all accounts, is a pretty good game. Mike, I know you played a little bit, right, and took a look at it. But I, what they state is that there's an unannounced trial version of the game that's in the works, so coming soon. Yeah. And players will be able to buy the full game and or the DLC from the trial version. <coughs> but it sounds like you'll just be able to play the game and buy extra stuff if you want. So, Mike, what are your thoughts on this? I know you're more into these types of games than, than the other two of us, but... You know, I, I know you at least have watched some Battleborn, if not played a little bit of it. What are your thoughts on that? Well, first of all, Overwatch and Battleborn, this is the problem. They are not the same game. Overwatch is just an FPS. Uh, Battleborn is yeah, more of I a agree. first-person smite, so to speak. Mm-hmm. First-person MOBA. Mm-hmm. Um, smite has been very successful on the Xbox One with its free-to-play, you know, pay to get um, you know these characters and that, those characters, stuff like that. That has worked for them tremendously. You know, they have their sales, they have, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so it would be in Battleborn's best interest to go this way, absolutely. Um, they can deny it all they want, but uh, honestly, it would be the smart move for them to do. I agree. Because, you know, they, they're really so close together that are recompared them to each other. Yeah. But you're right, they're completely different types of games. Right. Yeah. And, and you're right, Overwatch is primarily a first person shooter. And it mm-hmm. has other elements to it. But I think uh, Battleborn is secondarily a shooter. Yes. But primarily a MOBA-type game. Yeah. So the only difference between 
the only difference between like Overwatch and whatever Call of Duty is, instead of letting you make your own classes, they just have all these set classes. That's it. They just yep. look different. Yep, I agree. Physically. Yep, and Overwatch is good and it's hugely popular and it deserves to be, but different type of game and Battleborn deserves to be judged on its own merit. And it's got a lot going for it from what I've seen. Now, I haven't played it, but I've watched a decent amount of it on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And it looks really fun. So if this free yeah. if this free mode comes out, I'd be I'd be there. I'd, I'd download and play it. Yeah, me too. And and if it's good, I you know me, I, I like to reward good efforts by developers. I like to reward developers that do new things and do cool things. And I'd probably right. buy it. So I, I think it'd be a good move by them. I think what they're saying is that it's coming, but they don't want to talk about it yet. So, mm-hmm. we'll we'll see what comes in the next few months. So, next up, for those of you who haven't had enough remasters in your life... <laughs> they're still coming. They're coming. Bulletstorm. Full clip edition. Coming to both the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One in 2017. Bulletstorm is a game that, I'm just going to say before I turn it over to my partners here, uh, Bulletstorm is a game that I took to trade in because I played it on the 360 and I enjoyed it. It's a game that I would play once, but not necessarily play through a second time. I took it into to GameStop to trade it in, and they told me that they refused the trade in because too many people have sold this game off. Yes. <laughs> Nobody wants to buy it. Wow. So that sounds like a game that totally deserves a remaster. Yeah. Were they like maybe they'll like it this time? Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe maybe the second try will be the charm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's a fun game. It's an entertaining game. But is it worthy of a remaster? I mean, when you think back to last gen's games, is, does it stand out as like the cream of the crop? No, not at all. No. So I'm wondering, you know, Gearbox is doing some weird stuff, and I'd hate to see Gearbox fall into this thing where all they have is, uh, uh, God, what's the name of the franchise, Mike? Why can't you think of it right now? Um, the one with the freaking robot that follows you around everywhere. Oh, uh, Borderlands. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I can't think of Borderlands at the moment. But I hate to think of them as as the company that just has Borderlands and nothing else. But that's kind of what they're falling into. And it seems like everything else is sort of a money grab. Yeah. You know, including the Gearbox thing. Yeah. You know, you give it out for free and then charge people for either microtransactions or to buy the full game. Yeah. Um... Gearbox is a better company than that. They've done a lot of really cool stuff. Yep. So to see them kind of fall into this is sort of sad. I hope it's not a trend. I hope it's just sort of a blip, but we'll see. So yeah. round, round out the week, uh, last two stories. First of all, Gears of War 4 comes out next week. It's getting great reviews so far uh, for the single-player campaign, at least. Uh, IGN currently has it as a, like, if we had to score it now type thing without multiplayer, at a 9.2. Wow. Yeah. That, that's that's really so, high. So what that means is that the campaign's freaking awesome. Yeah. Which is awesome. So Gears of War 4 is now available for download. If you pre-order that game, go on to Xbox Live and download the game so you got it ready to go the moment you can play it next Monday night. And finally, PlayStation VR is just days away. The reviews are coming out, and the reviews are good. There's a lot of 4 out of 5s, a lot of 8.5s out of 10 out there. IGN gave it an 8.5 out of 10, which means that, you know, it's it's inflated because of Sony. It's really about a 7. <laughs> but 
the reviews so far have been really good. See, so, I'm really wondering about how it compares to Oculus Rift. Yes. We'll my, question, my question is, why is everybody taking a wait-and-see approach? It's It looks so good. It looks good. And the reviews are good. So why is everybody like, I want to wait and see? Well, I think it's kind of, it's a novelty thing first, right? Yeah, I wish I would have said that. It's kind of like like uh, Wii U Sport or not Wii U, Wii Sports. Mm-hmm. So it could could very well, I was going to say suffer, but suffer is not a very good word for that. But it could like kind of be the same way. So I think that it's going to be eaten up and people are going to like really enjoy it first. But people are kind of hesitant because it's new. But I, th- I think it will catch on, and it is cheaper than the other competitor ones. And like I said, it's got good reviews, and it's Sony too, right? So it's going to be supported really well. So I think it's going to do good. Yep. Mike, any thoughts on it? Like I, like I said weeks ago, it's novelty. I don't think it's going to be mainstream for a very long time. It's, it might be a wave where, oh, this is really cool, and then that stuff goes away again. We get back to just using our TVs and maybe, you know, the 4K thing and stuff like that. But I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I'm not convinced this is going to take off like a rocket. I'm really not. The problem for me, guys, is that while the system itself is getting good reviews, I'm seeing a lot of games that are getting middle-of-the-road reviews. Yeah. yeah. And for me... It's not so much the system when you see a gimmick, like a peripheral. Yeah. It's not so much the hardware. It's the software. Like, yeah. is there is there this just killer freaking app that's going to go with this peripheral that makes me have to have it? Well, I think, like, the horror genre is going to do really well for I it. I do, too. Like, and it's... If when, Friday when is the 13th there... isn't in... If Friday the 13th isn't on VR, that was that's a travesty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, do do keep in mind that the, the studio that's doing uh, Friday Thirteenth is is small, so right. you can't you can't you know I mean the it's, it, they crowdfunded this you know and so yeah. you can't no. But would you agree that that's the perfect type of game for this type of sure, hardware? sure, absolutely. Yeah. But then there'll be a lot of people killing themselves playing the game too, trying to duck and hide under everything. Right, but but imagine like you know we saw that trailer where you're like hiding under the bed. Uh-huh. When Jason walks in the room, oh, yeah. as an NVR, like that just ups that experience by, you know, tenfold. See, yeah. the thing with VR too, like, okay, in the game, say you're lying down or something like that, like, because I'm sitting, am I gonna feel like I'm lying down, or am I gonna actually get down and lie down so it feels like it? And that's something so, you're, that's something you're probably not gonna know until you try it. Yeah, so that's why I kind of think, like, is it going to feel like the full experience? Like, if you're actually just sitting and not moving, do you f- are you going to feel like you're walking? Or are you going to be like, oh, this is just a game, right? Yeah, and that's, that's part of the problem. That's something I wanted to touch on, too, is that if I go to my local Best Buy or local GameStop or wherever, there's not an opportunity for me to try this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And put it on, you're kind of going on blind faith, and $400 for blind faith is a lot Yeah, to yeah. ask. Like... Was it the Oculus Rift or is it HTC Vive where you actually, like, you walk around and you stand up and you move around? Like, they make games for you. I think it's Oculus, but I'm not 100% on that. Yeah. Because, like, if you're moving, like, to me, that would seem more immersive than, like, you're sitting, right? But you're kind of walking. Right. So I think that kind of takes away from it. But, like, the VR one, like, Oculus Rift, if it is that, where you're actually walking around a room 
Well, I feel like that's going to be more immersive. Mm -hmm. So, unfortunately, it seems like we're all kind of in wait-and-see mode. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. And, you know, I, I hope that there's some apps that look promising, like the Batman one. Right? It looks kind of cool. Yeah. The yeah. Star Wars one looks definitely kind of cool. Yeah. But that's a short experience. It's like a 10-minute thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I want to see something that can really engross me for, like, five hours, six hours. Huh. I see, like, a forensics game would be big for it, too. Yeah, I, I can see that, now that you bring that up. Um, horror games, that type of game. You know, maybe not so much sports games or shooters. Although, like, no. you know, Mike, you and I are huge fans of golf, right? And right. with... With video games, I think a golf VR game would be really cool. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd play the hell out of that. But I wouldn't pay 400 bucks to play it. No. There'd have to be more than that, right? So, yeah. you know, you got to have some some apps out there for this, some software that just really kills it. Yeah. To say, hey, i got to have this thing. Right. Mm -hmm. You know? Exactly. Um, for 400 bucks, And, you know, you know, you know the next week when this thing releases, it's going to sell out. Because you're going to have your, your fanboys and your whatever that are just going to get it because it says PlayStation on it. And that's yeah. cool. I mean, that's that's fine, and it's good to support the brand that you love. But but I think the time, you know, we'll see by January, February if this thing's really effective and, and you know, has good games that people are, are continuing to play beyond the first three weeks. Well, that's the thing. Like, are they going to release games that can stand up with, like, the AAA titles and stuff like right. that, right? Because there's so, a massive amount of games coming out, so you got to be relatively good to stay on someone's plate for gaming because there's so much coming like there's a lot of competition and i think the big test is going to be at the end of november with final Fantasy 15 because that's the game that is promising like a pretty full experience in vr so we'll see what that brings to the table and that's a game that's hugely anticipated by a lot of players especially on the playstation side so i think that that game is going to really tell the tale early on what is the release date for this PSVR? Uh, it's last week in the... Or the PSVR is next week. It's October 10th. October 10th. Yep. So, 10th, 10th or 13th. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I want to say 10th. Now, so, was this a, like a it's big... It's next week, though. Was this like a big pre-order thing that if people didn't pre-order it, they're not going to be able to get it or they're going to have a yeah, hard time I, finding I think, it? I think it's your places like GameStop. Yeah, if you didn't pre-order it, you're probably not going to get it. But if you go to like Walmart or Target, you might be able to find it. Yeah. Okay. So, well, let right. us know how easy it is to find. Yeah, send us email mail at thirdsungaming.com. Again, that's all words t h i r d s u n gaming.com. Uh, mail at thirdsungaming.com for email. Let us know what you think. If you pre-ordered it, if you love it, uh, let us know if you're uh, really looking forward to this uh, peripheral coming out for PlayStation. That's gonna do it for news this week. Graham, what yes. can we get new in the store this week well people of the world we finally hit a quiet week for game releases but before i get into this week's releases i'm gonna go over releases from the last two weeks that are worth mentioning and there's a few of them we had destiny's new expansion see we're talking about destiny they're still pump pumping life into that game and this was iron. Yep. yep destiny rise of iron which was released for ps4 and xbox one on september 20th and also released on that day was Destiny the Collection. So if people are looking to get in that game, now's a great time. Uh, speaking of collections, there was another collection that was released September 20th, which was Killer Instinct Definitive Edition. 
Now, I haven't played this game since Super Nintendo, so I don't know. I'm guessing there's still some diehards. Do you guys play this game at all? Yeah, Mike, I know you messed with it a little. What do you, what do you think of it? Uh, it's competitive. I mean, it's up there with uh, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Okay. More, so, more so with uh, Street Fighter. Um, but because it's uh, um, um, platform exclusive, it doesn't get as much light as the other two, though. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, that, that's true. So, also, that was back there was uh, fans of Batman, the Telltale series, were able to continue their story with the release of Episode 2, Children of Arkham. Uh, this game was released on September 20th and is, is available on all platforms, including Android, but not Wii U, of course. Another release of note two weeks ago was Firewatch. This was released on September 21st, and this is for the Xbox One. This game got some pretty good reviews. Uh, it's kind of an acquired taste, but people who played it have enjoyed it. And so the Wii U Nation, or Wii U Group, because I know it's <laughs> can't really call it a nation with how many people that have it, uh, we had Severed, which was released on September 22nd, and this was for only the Wii U. Go Nintendo. So if you're one of the four people that's played it, let us know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, for the week of September 26th, October 2nd, we had some big releases. Uh, the biggest releases for that week would have been Forza Horizon 3, FIFA 17, and XCOM 2. Now, XCOM 2 was a new release for consoles. It, it, was, it was ported from PC. And it was also game year for PC. So now it's available for PS4 and Xbox One. And that came out September 27th. Now, as for Forza Horizon 3, this is the racing game that everyone has been waiting for. Everyone with Xbox One, that is. And mm -hmm. for those of us that have a 4K TV with HDR and who also own the uh, Xbox One S, then this is the first Xbox One title to support HDR. And awesome. the word on the street is that it looks incredible. Like, I don't have HDR, so I couldn't get the full experience, but it looks good on 4K TV. Mm -hmm. And this game also scored big on major sites, and so if racing games are your thing, then this is the game to get. So Mike, now, uh, before you continue, yeah, Graham, Mike, I was going I know, to ask Mike. Yeah, Mike, I know you. I know you played it. So you're a big fan of the Horizon specifically side right. of Forza. So what what are your thoughts so far? Oh, it's great, man. I mean, uh, the Forza Two was a solid game, and then they've just yeah. built on top of that, you know, and it, it's a, a lot harder than. Forza 2 because there is a lot of jungle you've got to deal with. There's a lot of off-road. Yeah. And dealing with that uh, um, in certain cars is not an easy thing to do. Right. So, you know, you really got to really be skilled at the game. You really got to get into it and take a big bite out of it. And uh, um, I, I absolutely recommend it for anybody who likes racing games, especially people who like racing games in, in theory, but don't like going lap after lap after lap after lap, because this game doesn't do that to you. You know, it always changes things up. Um, very, very. There's, there's one circuit. You know, pretty much in everything. But um, I put up with it, and I just, you know, get through it, and you know, do all the other ones. So, yeah, I mean. It, so so it, far, you'd say it's worth the sixty bucks. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Good. My awesome. apprentice bought this game, and now he wishes he bought the ultimate edition because now he's buying all the DLCs as it's coming <laughs> out. <laughs> Which yeah. I hear that's a lot. Like they're coming out what a DLC every week or something. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Yeah, so they can definitely clean the house if people haven't bought a season pass. Which I'm pretty sure they offer a season pass, right? That's pretty much the norm now. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, so yeah, moving on. Speaking of highly anticipated games, 
you don't get much more anticipated than FIFA 17. Now, this is probably the biggest sports franchise out there. And this yeah. year, it runs on the Frostbite engine. This year, the game brings us the journey mode, where you begin working your way up through your career. And it's story mode with cutscenes, and it's definitely been met with positive reviews, and people are liking it. And also, we got another episode of uh, Hitman series. This was released on the 27th of September. Uh, this was episode 5, Colorado, and it was available for the PS4 and Xbox One and PC. And for you 3DS fans out there, because I know they're out there, uh, we have a new Sonic game. This is Sonic Boom, Fire and Ice, which is available September 27th. Also, we're talking about re-releases and remastered. We have Dead Rising 2. It got released for the Xbox One, P uh, PC, and PlayStation 4. And that game was available on September 27th. Now, moving up to this week. So that was the last two weeks. So like I said, it's kind of a quiet week. Uh, it's, we have some remasters and DLCs. But we do have one AAA release, and that release is Mafia 3. Mm. And this has been a highly anticipated game, another one. And this game looks like it's not going to disappoint. So you can pick yeah. this up or download it for PC, Xbox One, and PS4 on October 7th. Honestly, the more I see it, this game, the more I want it. Yeah. yeah. So you didn't pre-order this one, eh? No, I didn't. And this is one I'm going to wait, see if it shows up on the holiday sale. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good bet. Yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll see kind of what happens. But there's too many multiplayer games coming out that I, I just want to get it on right away. Yeah. To, to jump into this uh, on day one. Well, it's, and if you're a PC player, there is a reason why you could wait. Because word on the street is that the PC version is locked only at 30 frames per second. But they say the developer is coming out with a patch to fix it. Okay. So if you guys need a reason to wait, then that's probably a good reason. Okay. So now for remasters, the biggest title for remasters would be Rocksmith 2014 Edition. Okay, no, I'm kidding. It would be... <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare. But there is just one problem. Well, maybe a few. And that it's only for the PS4, and that it only contains the campaign, and it's only for people who pre-ordered Infinite Warfare. Yeah. But if you are one of these select few, which there's a lot of you out there, you can pick this game up on October 5th for PS4. Uh, also, for DLCs, we have GTA V. They're still supporting that game, and the game is still doing extraordinarily well. Uh, this is Online Bikers DLC, and it can be downloaded on October 4th for the Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. Mm -hmm. Also being released for the PC, we have Mortal Kombat XL and the, the Combat Pack 2. And both can be obtained on October 4th. And, last but not least, we have a Mario title. As there hasn't been one for a while, oh so might as well bring it back. And that title is Paper Mario Color Splash. Oh, God. This game is available for the Wii U and releases on October 7th. And it didn't get reviewed too bad, actually. Like, people... Like, Mario has their people that... It's kind yep. of like me with Nintendo. Like, people will buy it anyways because it's Mario. Yep. But I've never yep. played any of the Paper Mario games and stuff like that. But I'm sure it's fun, and it's Mario, and, you know, it's a good game. Like you said, Mario, and I was intrigued, and then you said Paper Mario, and I was like, uh. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah I don't know, Mike, if you felt the same way. But. Yeah, pretty much. 
So, speaking of Mario, what do you guys think about this uh, mobile game coming out? Are you guys gonna check it out? Gonna download it? I, I don't know. I'm not too big in the like mobile games. I'm just yeah. not. Like, Tunnel Runner or whatever it was called. Because I, I like oh. having my phone still like having battery at two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you better stay off Pokemon Go if that's what you plan on doing. That, yeah, I, I stay off that too now mostly. I mean, I still play it, but. I kind of wait for other people to tell me there's something cool in the area, and then I fire it up. Yeah, yeah, so. I'm pretty sure that fad is has gone. No, uh, no, no, it's not though because they there's just a story this past week. They're still making two million dollars a day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And like this is a free game too. Like there's no reason to spend money. Nope. And it's just people buying the coins to buy the pokeballs and all that stuff. But yeah. they're making two million dollars a day. Wow. It's it's not going away anytime soon. Wow. Yeah. It's insane. And I heard that they're going to be bringing out, like, second generation Pokemon, too. They so. are next January. Uh, next January, eh? Yep. So, so I'm sure that will breathe life back into it. It will. And it, it's it's just insane how popular that is and what a movement it's been. Mm-hmm. And Gary, yeah. that's a really cool thing. So that that's really good, and and I you know I don't dismiss it, I don't like poo poo it. it. It's something that's like it's cool, and I I still fire it up and play it. But like when I'm at work, like my boss fires this up like when he's bored. <laughs> I I play it every day now. Every day yeah. I play. I can tell when he's bored because I can I know the motion he makes on his phone when he's firing up Boogie Ball. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm not saying I encourage this, but I found an app too where I get a map come and it shows me where the Pokemon are. Cheater. So, oh yeah, tell me what you will. But it so now I don't just waste time just walking in random directions and then realize oh I'm walking the wrong way and then when I start walking the right way oh he disappeared. So uh, now yeah, yeah, hey, you're yeah. you're Canadian. I thought you were supposed to be like by the rules and all good and you know goody two shoes and all that bullshit. No, that's bullshit. That's all lies. Uh, yeah, because you have American protect you, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, let's move on. Mike, what do you have that we can save money on this week? Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, and dolphins and kittens, I guess. Sure. Uh, starting off with games, games with gold for October. On the Xbox One, you got Super Mega Baseball. Um, Great that game. Excellent game. Excellent game. Um, good timing too with the playoffs. Um, yep. It's not super serious, you know. Um, you know. There is some management to it with with adding uh, um, buffs and and all that kind of stuff to your team. You know, you gotta do a little do a little managing, you know. But it does make the game far more interesting. You know what's um, fun though is what? that the the physics of the game are legit. Yeah, like it's not arcadey. Like it looks arcadey, but it's not. Yeah. Like I, I find the <laughs> physics of the game to be pretty legit. When you yeah. play, like compared to like RBI baseball, I know it's a bad comparison because RBI baseball that, sucks. Yeah, but RBI is like total. RBI is like total arcade, right? So, RBI baseball is a waste of time and money. Oh, for sure. But I, I find this game to be like, in terms of physics, like pretty sound. Like, it's not yeah. perfect, but it's pretty sound. Well, the developers did a really good job on this game. They did. Really it's did. super fun. It's worth. It's it was worth the money to be in with, and it's definitely worth downloading. Yeah. All right, and the second one that's going to be coming up on October 16th is The Escapist, which I will be downloading because I have been wanting to play this. Um, it is one of those, it started out on Steam. It's one of those 
you know, um, PC type games, and I want to play the hell out of it. It it so that's what's going to be there for this month. Also, still every the second game. I don't remember what it was right the second, but it's still available for download um, right now on the Xbox One because I don't have that information in front of me, and I'm rambling. All right, so this week's deals with gold. Uh oh. Top three things to come up are the division, <laughs> Watch Dogs, and Far Cry Primal. That's <laughs> NC- oh boy. Yeah, it's it's, it's, one it's like those. a trilogy of failure. Yeah, pretty much. Would you so, call Primal a failure? Because no, it, I wouldn't. It, but it, the first it, two it kind of make up for it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we got Far Cry Gold Standard, um, and it's uh, 60 50 percent off. And we got Far Cry Primal, Apex Edition and Regular Edition, 40% off each. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, Gold Edition and Regular Edition, at 30 40% off, respectively. Division Gold Edition and Regular Edition are 45 and 40% off, respectively. Uh, Watch Dogs Complete Edition and Regular Watch Dogs is 60 and 50% off, uh, respectively. Um, there's a couple little ones here, like uh, Barnes Gold, which I have not heard of, is 33% off. It might be a... Um, um, one of those uh, premieres that they just put on there, you know, with some so, a little bit of money off of it. So Siege would be the one to go for, is what you're saying? <laughs> it's yeah. Like, uh, yeah. If you're gonna go yeah. for for one one of their things, yeah, I'd go for Siege definitely. Yeah. And there's Trackmania Turbo, which is 50 percent off right now. That game looks fun, by the way. But yeah, but you know what? They're, they released Trackmania Turbo the same at the same time or or was that, was that other one um they released another racer last week when uh forza came out it's like mm-hmm. really really you got you got you gonna put something on sale when forza's out that's a racer yeah i know i mean come on i hear you but track radio still looks kind of fun yeah it does but it's no forza 3 that's for no, sure no it's not but yeah all right now we go to playstation the playstation plus free games for october are resident evil and Transformers Devastation. Resident Evil is an excellent game, and if you obviously if you don't have it, take the time to download it. Transformers Devastation. Meh. You know, um, yeah, uh, um, it's okay. I mean, it's free, so you might as well download it anyways. Nothing to lose. Yeah. You guys delete it. So. Yeah, yeah. You delete it. <laughs> it's true. Once you so, download it, I think, you know, yeah. yeah. So, it's not like you're married to it, but no, yeah. No. But uh, yeah, if you if you like, you know, getting your uh, your gamer score, or your what is it, the medals or whatever, uh, it is, trophies, trophies, yep. trophies, get your trophies up. Uh, you might as well download it and play with it. Yeah. So then we get to all deals this week for the PlayStation Four. Um, let's see, EA Sports UFC Two is on sale for thirty six fifty nine. Adam's Venture Origins is on sale for thirty four ninety nine. Um, uh-huh. Well, look at there. Um, Dulcler Core Fighter 30 character set, 21.69. I'm pretty sure that's that's the Killer Instinct version of yep. uh, PS4's got going yep. on. Need for Speed full game is 17.99. Well, it's too bad PS4 doesn't have EA access because it's free. <laughs> right. yep. Umbrella Corps 14.99. Um, de- PS4 has been ha- PS4 has been going the way of Steam with uh, having uh, bundles like they have the Humble mm-hmm. Bundle. Well, now uh, sure. um, now PS4 has what they call the Loot Bundle, and so they have two bundles on sale. Um, one of them would be 14.99, and one of them would be 11.99, and they both come with three games. 
It's kind of hard to see what they are from this this thing, but look, Qbert, um, that's not one of them. Um, God, I cannot see this. Do they make this any smaller? Let me see here. Let me see what this other one is real quick here. All right, uh, Fluster Clock, Electronic Super Toy, <laughs> and Veloxabox. I'm mostly impressed that you got that name right without swearing. Fluster Clock. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got this. So, I like it. <laughs> it's a fun uh, name. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So, and then there's also um, Star Trek Complete Avatars Bundle, which is just, you know, whatever. So beyond that, beyond that, it's just a bunch of, uh, you know, avatars. And in, in, I can't believe that the PS4 charges for backgrounds and stuff like that. But, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's, that's, Xbox that's, used it too, though. Yeah. Oh, one more. Uh, Valley. Valley's on sale for thirteen ninety nine. Okay. So with that being said... That's it for what's on sale this week, boys and girls. You can get all the du- all the dust and the trickle downs off the sites. Uh, you can go to Major Nelson's blog to see about the Xbox games. You can go to the store.playstation.com to see the rest of the, the junk that they have for sale. All right. So let's talk about what we've been playing. Graham, let's start off with you. Pretty much just playing NHL 17, uh, both the EASHL and the Hockey Ultimate Team. I've uh, I've purchased some packs and I'm starting to put together a team. It's really fun, really enjoying it. I've been playing um, draft champions. I played that a few times, which that kind of falls in the category of ultimate team. But as far as EA SHL, I think we were doing pretty good, Tyler, because uh, yeah. and and Mike, we've been all been playing together and doing pretty good. Yeah, um, me and Tyler are doing great. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> I jumped in there. I was on that bandwagon. We were, we were all doing good. But yeah, no, that's pretty much what I've been spending my time. Really enjoying the game and uh, still definitely going to punch in some time on Ultimate Team, which reminds me I need to log in to make sure I get my uh, coins tonight, which is important. How about you guys? What do you, what do you so been now, doing, Graham, Tyler? Graham, first of all, you are all in on Gears of War 4, correct? Yes. All right, so Graham's looking forward to Gears of War. Uh, we're going to be streaming that, everybody, so it'll be a good time. Join in for all of our swearing and hatred at the game as we die and have to restart. Um, also, Graham, you're all in on Battlefield One. So that means I got to carry you guys through Gears of War Four so, as well. Yeah, oh, the, the Canadian version of carrying us, meaning we have to watch the reload screen after you die. <laughs> so you are you're all in on Battlefield One, correct? Yes. All right, so. We yeah, got some good games. We got some good games in store for everybody uh, for streaming. And uh, let's move. Mike, what have you been playing this week? Well, Forza Horizon 3. Yeah. Which I've been having a really, really, really good time with. What's the best car you have so far? Oh, that's a good question. I have a, I have a Ferrari SUV right now. All right. <laughs> SUV. Yeah, yeah. Ferrari SUV. And it moves. It does. It moves. Oh, wait. No, no, no. I just got an Audi. I just got a, I guess got an Audi. And... I'm pretty much outy with it. I, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they actually have a auction house, you know, and everything like that. You can yep. get what you want with rare cars and all that stuff. Um, but uh, right now, I'm I'm just opened the second or the third area. I think it's the second area. You get to pick which you know if you want A versus B to open. So I don't even know, you know. If you get to pick, if you pick B, you get to pick A again later or not. But I pick B because I like the city stuff, and so I'm on my way up there right now in an Audi. So that's what I know about that. And I've been playing NHL 17 with you two knuckleheads. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, did I play anything else? Oh yeah, I tried, tried Star Trek Online. Star Trek. What was that? Not good, dude. No. Not good at all. No, no. So was uh, it just a bad port, or was it just a bad game? The game is very, very similar to Neverwinter, um, okay. but Neverwinter blows it out of the water in every which way, shape, or form. So, um, I, I, I do not recommend it unless you are a hardcore Star Trek fan. It's just, okay. it, it's not that fun. Uh, if you get, if you ever get a chance, and you know you don't really want to spend any money, you can get away with not spending any money and playing Neverwinter, because I pretty much have. I threw, ten, I threw in ten bucks from the developers, so. I could open up some uh, mm -hmm. um, cases and stuff like that, but right. um, besides that, you know, that's pretty much it. Okay. All right. Well, I have been playing some Madden 17. I'm continuing my Ultimate Team. I'm up to 80, 87 overall at this point on Ultimate Team. Ooh. I know it's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, so I uh, had had a like incredibly lucky pack opening. Um, got a game changer pack and. I pulled three elites out of one pack, which I've never seen before. Wow! Including the highest like base rated overall wide receiver in the game, mm -hmm. and a freaking awesome tight end. So, like yeah, you that's like a, those tight ends. <laughs> sure, something like that. So, but but I mean, it helped my team quite a bit. So I'm at 87 overall right now, and. Working through, playing some online games, playing some uh, solo challenges, trying to get that coin balance up to mm. uh, get some better players and continue progressing upwards. And the problem now is that I'm getting to the point where it's like I'm low on contracts. So I have to, you know, every eight games or so, like spend, you know, 4,000 coins to get 200 more contracts. Right. Um, I hope they change that like they did in past years. Where they were figured out that we're charging a little too much for contracts, so let's bring it down a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, make it more accessible for people who don't just want to play online all the time. Especially now that online's changed so much. Like in you know three two years ago, you could play online and you get a coin reward at the end of the game. Yeah. Now you gotta play like this ten game season. At the end of the ten game season, you get a like lump sum reward based on how you did. Right. Or, or if you lose two games, if you go into you're done, you're screwed. You get nothing. Mm -hmm. Really? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. So, it, it's kind of like that right now. So you gotta, you know, you gotta be good if you're gonna play online. You know, you gotta be competitive. And, you know, if you if you play online, and you're not. I would say at this point, if you're not at least 85 overall, you're overmatched. So, it's it's a tough go. You know, yeah. That don't want to spend money playing it, yeah. so, or, or or put in a ton of time. Right. But um, other than that, uh, NHL 17. Uh, Graham, we kind of, you know, Mike, we actually had a pretty big turnaround. We sucked and then we didn't. Yeah. Because I was playing again. Sure, something like that. And but all of a sudden, we just totally didn't suck anymore. We were the opposite of suck. <laughs> yeah, we got the rust off. That's what it was. Yeah, it was like we, we just decided to suddenly start kicking ass like we did last year. It's amazing so, what happens when I play the game. Something like, yeah, sure. Um, okay. Keep stroking that. And, and uh, but with all three of us playing, like we did super well and we, we put together a bunch of wins and, and some really quality wins. Like it was really fun to play and, and, uh, you know, some of the teams we played weren't very good, some were. And we just 
got the upper hand and that's how it goes but but it was a lot of fun and, and we we progressed quite a bit there we were a 500 team and now we're like eight or nine games over 500 so pretty awesome happy with that yeah and i'm really looking forward to gears of war 4 next week so that's what i've been playing let's move into discussion and i'll kick us off i get a question from a listener uh one of our like pillar listeners i would say uh res how power from new mexico mm. emailing us and this is kind of a long one so stay with me but the uh, question I have for you guys is your discussion this week. Uh, pre-order games. Is it out of hand with all the pre-order and get to play three to seven days early crap, as he says? Uh, yeah. the, the skins and add-ons have been pretty much standard since pre-ordering started. But say you can't pre-order but plan to buy it day one. Do you feel as if you're being punished for not pre-ordering and everyone else gets a head start? Some games are making you wait two weeks or so if you don't pre-order to buy the season pass to get started as a as a standalone. I think it's taking away from the fun of everybody getting the game day one. Also puts a lot of stress on people that get it, that have friends that are getting it early so they can play with them. Thanks for your input. Um, also, Grammy adds in. Tell Music Dweller to try and stay awake while streaming playing Maple Leafs. Uh, we all know they're a boring-ass team to play. But someone has to do it. I would fall. Asleep, I would fall asleep if I had to play as them too. Go Avalanche. So, so Raz, I'm with you up till Go Avalanche. Yeah, I'd say Go Avalanche. Really? Um, oh my God. So as a Wild fan, I just say the Avalanche. Right, last year were right where they belong at the bottom of the division. Um, but everything else you said, I can touch on. But let's start with Graham. Graham, what do you think about all that? Yeah, like he makes a good point. Oh, people get on it early. And now they have an advantage to people who buy it day one release. Now, I don't know why they started doing this. Just do they want to see the numbers early or that to see that the game's going to actually do well? Like, what's the incentive for them, right, to put it out early? Or do they just need the money right yeah. away? So we saw like, Forza, right? So if you bought, like, the super, super ultimate edition, yeah, yeah. you got it a few days early. Yeah, okay. like, and that's true, right? And there's different editions, right? You can get the ultimate one, or you can get the one where get lets you play early. Yeah. So it seems like they're just trying to squeeze more money out of people. And like I said, some people can't afford to pre-order it right away, or they've got to wait for their check to come, and then they get it like after it's released. Yeah. So, yeah, like there is good in it, and there's bad in it. Like for me, I'm kind of selfish where... Okay, I want to play it earlier, so if I have to pay a little bit more, then I will. But that's like, then you get into EA Access. So then, are you saying that's a bad thing? Because I think that's great. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad they let you play it earlier, which they didn't with Titanfall 2, which I'm not quite sure why. But does it just come down to money? Is that the ultimate reason where companies do this? So, like I said, if it's, like, skins and stuff like that, then it just seems like they're trying to justify charging more. It's like, oh, not only that, but then you get this. So yeah. I do think it's a money grab, and it is kind of getting ridiculous and out of hand now. Because now every game seems to have, like, ten different editions now. This one lets you play early. This one comes yeah. with the season pass. This one, yeah. like, it's, like, it's too much. So, yeah, no, they need to kind of calm it down, but I don't know. I don't think it's going to slow down because it seems like they're doing good and 
unless we all just stop buying it, which we're yes. not, because people are going to want to play it first. Yeah. And then people kind of learn like the hacks and stuff too. There's always those kind of people. So no, I think we just got to live with it, and I don't know. Just hopefully we can catch on a lot quicker and catch up to with our friends that have been playing a few days early. Mike, your thoughts? Uh, it's complete bullshit. Um, yeah, you pay 20 bucks. You do. I mean, it is. It's bullshit. Mm. You pay 20 bucks and you get the game four days earlier. Mm. It just, it's, what? Uh, you got these games with leaderboards and, and competitive games and stuff, and everybody, <clears throat> excuse me, wants to be competitive. But if you want to be really competitive, then you've got to pay the extra 20 bucks. It is an absolute load of bullshit. This is an absolute money grab. And they should be ashamed of themselves. They really mm -hmm. should. Mm -hmm. Because it cuts out all the other people who, who have a budget. I mean, this is like the this is like the same thing that's going on with the world with the one percent. One percent be like, yeah, pff, whatever, twenty bucks, that's fine. What about the dude that, that likes likes to play games and has two kids and a wife and a dog and stuff like that and can't afford the extra twenty bucks for the game and if they and if he did buy it, his wife would scalp him. I mean right. I, you know, dude, you know, fuck off. You know, I I understand these companies need to make money, but they need to make money in the merit of their product, not trying to charge everybody $20 to these, to these knuckleheads who have nothing better to do but to play games all day and just destroy the leaderboards. Because there are plenty of games where I've actually been competitive on the leaderboards, which is yep. one, one of them is Call of Duty 4, you know. But it's like I'm not going to try to be competitive on a game that is, you know, you know, I have an option to buy four days earlier for $20 more. It's, it's crap. It's, yep. it's absolute crap. The starting, okay. the starting line is not, not the same for everybody. Okay, I got a kind of a suggestion. What would you guys say if they did that, but then when the f official release day comes, then everyone resets back to the beginning. So it's kind of like that's a, fine, a, a but they'll, beta never, or they'll trial. never do that. They'll never do it because there's no reason to get the to sell for the yeah. extra twenty bucks then. Yeah, because it's progress. Yeah. So I, you know, Mike, I'm gonna agree with you 100 percent on this one. I. You know, you remember the days when the pre-order was like, get a special scanner, special outfit, yeah. or whatever? From different mm -hmm. vendors, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if you, like, order from GameStop, you get yeah. this one. Games, if you order from yeah, Walmart, yeah. you get this one. You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You had to pick and choose. But it, but it didn't affect the actual performance in the game. Right. Now it's turning into this thing. And, like, we talked about this the other day. Because I was talking about, like, hey, originally I was thinking, I'm going to pre-order, like... Battlefield, you know, early enlister edition. I think Battlefield's a perfect example of what Raz is talking about here. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pre-order Battlefield early enlister edition to pay twenty dollars extra for like a couple extra skins and get to play three days early. Yeah. And then I thought about it like a rational fucking human being, and I'm like, no, that's stupid. Because yes. why am I paying twenty dollars to just get it three days early? Yep. You know the skins mean nothing to me. Right. Mm. I don't care. I mean, some people if they mean something to you, awesome, cool. But to me, yeah. they mean absolutely nothing. Yeah, same here. So why am I paying twenty dollars just to get this game? You know what? A few, you know, a handful of hours earlier than other people do. So I can be ahead, so I can have an advantage over you, so I can have better weapons than you. And that's where I think it turns into a problem, is now it's becoming a competitive advantage yep. that you buy. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I have a problem with that. And Mike, I, I agree with you 100%. I think there's a lot of people out there 
that use games like that release from that shitty job mm -hmm. and whatever and they come home and they just want to relax yep and play games and have fun and that that's a big part of what we're about right as right. as a podcast like we believe right. in having fun and being positive and all that stuff and you, know, you come home from a crappy job that you don't really want or love and yeah. you play games to, as a release from that but oh some douchebag bought three days earlier and you, so he's going to snipe you from across the map because he's got a head start right? because he has more money than you that's not fair like yeah. that to me like you know there's enough bullshit that you deal with with having less money than other people in the real world Yep. in this arena yeah. you should be level playing field right right and I, I completely agree with you. I think I think it's it's something that uh, it scares me that companies are getting into this now because it's new this year. Yeah, it's not something that existed last year. No, no. Like up till last year, we were just talking about free skins and bullshit like that. Yep. But now it's like you get to play the game early. Mm -hmm. And part of this, and I hate to say it, if Sony would just freaking accept like EA access as part of their life. There wouldn't be the incentive to do this. Yeah. But they don't. So now these companies charge, oh, you can play early by paying 20 extra dollars. And you have a, an advantage over somebody because you have more money. Which is the way it is in the real world anyway. But now it's, a, it's an advantage in this arena. Yeah. And this arena should be an escape for everyone. Not just those who have more money. Yeah. So... I think it's terrible. I, I completely changed my mind. I'm not buying early in Lister Edition anymore. Yeah. And because I think it's bullshit. And yeah. I, I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's right. I don't think it's it's okay that because I have more money than somebody else, I should have an advantage. Yeah. And I'm going to wait until the 21st of October, and I'm going to play it like everybody fucking else. Pretty much. And that's the way it's going to be. And if I get sniped from across the map, whatever. Congratulations. You spent yeah. 20 extra dollars. You're super awesome. Yep. So that that's kind of where I'm at. Sorry about the rant, everybody, but <laughs> I, it, it does strike a chord with me once I thought about it. Yeah. Because this should be an arena where everybody's kind of on a level playing field. Agreed. Because yeah. nowhere else in life is. Yeah, pretty much. So, you know, I at least have this. Right. But uh, that that's it for that. Um, um, Raz, thank you for the question. Yeah. I appreciate it as always. Anybody else that wants to send in a question? Email us, mail at thirdsungaming.com, T-H-I-R-D-S-U-N-Gaming.com. Let us know what you think about the show. Send us questions. We can talk about it in discussion. Graham, what do you have this week? Well, well mine mostly deals with sports games. And this okay. is people that quit games not getting disconnected, but people that are sore losers, and they just, they just hate it. They just can't lose. So, like I said, especially in sports games. So, like, some people wait till the game is just about over, and then they quit. So then you don't see the ending stats or the stars. And there are some people that really like watch reading that stuff, and they mm -hmm. take pride in all that stuff. Like, sure. I kind of do. Like, it's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. But people just do it just despite. And yeah. it, it really pisses me off. And... Mm -hmm. I was playing one game the other day, and it was the game was going good. It was 4-1 uh, I was leading, and then he scored and made it 4-2. Oh. 
Well, then I scored. I made it 5-2. Well, he just put down the controller. Like, he just stopped. So he just dragged on all the replays. Mm -hmm. And, like, he didn't, like, he didn't try to win the face-offs. He just, like, just stopped. So it's like, why? Like, you're that upset. Like, I've been down where I've been losing. And I stick with it. And I come back. And I score. And then I make it competitive. And sometimes I win. Sometimes I lose. And then I've played games where I'm winning, and they just stick with it and come back and win. But people, they just they just quit right away. They just get pissed off, and they like, you're up three nothing. They'll just straight up quit or whatever. They don't put in the time. And we were playing at EAC, uh, EASHL, and this guy was playing as a goalie. As soon as one puck went in, he quit. It's like, yeah. you really expect to get a shutout, like. I, I don't understand why people just can't put in the time. So let me let me take this one first, and I might go throw it to you because I know you're gonna have something to say on this. But I we played games in ESPN's hockey league where like we get ahead by three or four or five goals, and the team just like tries to drag it out as much as they can, right? Like mm-hmm. they're gonna make it in, an inconvenience for us. Mm-hmm. Or ridiculous amount of penalties. They're, they're right? gonna take as many penalties as they can to slow the game down. And then when there's 40 seconds left, they're going to quit. Yeah. Yep. And I'm sorry. Grow the fuck up. Yep. You know, I've been on both sides of these things in games. You know what? If you're not any good and you're going to, you know, you're getting your ass kicked, take your beating and get fucking better. Yeah, exactly. Stop whining about what's wrong with the game and what's wrong with everything else. Get better and come and play. And you know what? That applies to me when I'm on the, when I'm on the wrong end of seven to one. Mm-hmm. And I just hate these people that come in and it's like, oh, well, who cares, you know, I, I, if I can't win, I'm not going to play. And that's not how life works. Yeah. Right. And they're the people that fill life. Yep. And I'm sorry, and I know it's a, you know, I know we're connecting gaming to, like, real life and, and people might behave differently in different scenarios, but tendencies are tendencies and characteristics are characteristics. Mm-hmm. And if you just quit the moment things get hard in anything, you're probably going to do that across the board. Right. Yeah. And you'll never get better either. Yeah. Like. You know, part of getting better is taking your ass kickings and learning from it. Mm-hmm. And then you get better, and all of a sudden you're not getting your ass kicked anymore. You're competitive. And then you go from competitive to being dominant. Right. And that's part of the evolution of anything. Be it a career, be it gaming, be it whatever you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. So I just I don't know I I can't stand these people. Mike, what are your thoughts? I don't have much to say on this because all I all I see is just a lack of character. Yeah. You know, um, um, if you want to play a competitive game, then be competitive. If you lose, then either take your lickings or quit. Don't do stupid shit for forty minutes. And then cause everybody else to have to sit there twice as long as they normally do, because you know people got shit to do the next day, but not maybe not them. And then yeah. send a message like "Go fuck yourself" or something like that, or mm-hmm. or stop hitting, stop hitting me dirty or whatever it was. That I yeah, you just got one yesterday, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like stop with the dirty hits. And it's like, oh, it's a dirty hit. Then how come I'm not going to the box? You know, it's just a lack of character. That's really all. you got a message and said stop with the dirty hits. Yeah, yeah and and go fuck yourself. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mike, it goes back to Tiger Woods guy from, like, what, eight years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a story for another time. Yeah. But, 
but people just, you know, it, it goes back to this mentality of, well, if I can't win, I'm not going to play. Right. And that's not the way life works. Sorry. Yeah, like for EASHL, people would do that. I think they should be, like, kind of banned. Like, they couldn't play any more games till like, a set amount of time or something like that. Some kind of, like, repercussion, so, like, to deter them from being that way. And well, the, the say if it does is, that, they're like, yeah. well, I'm not, I'm not going to play. And then it's like, well, good. We don't want you fucking playing. So you just go off and disappear. Right. And the good news is, Graham, more companies, more gaming companies and developers are getting to that point. Yeah, I was where... just going to say, like, EA, like, now they have where if you're a goalie and you quit, then you get a DNF for your game, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they are. So, yeah. like but I can like, tell you, like, 3430, if you quit too many games in Halo, you're suspended for an hour. Yeah, if you quit yeah. too many more after that, you're spent for more than that. Yeah, you so know, I so, think we should do something like that, for sure. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, you know, I mean, grow up. You want to play and you want to be competitive? Well, except that when you are competitive, you might lose. Because that's part of the deal. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know, those are just my thoughts on that. It really strikes a nerve with me and pisses me off. Yeah. But... Um, anyway, Mike, what do you have this week? Mine is pretty short and sweet and probably will not gander a lot of discussion. Um, I do not like how games that are have been on Steam, like, uh, let's just say uh, Kerbal Space Program, okay. um, got down to, I think it was uh, like 10 bucks or something like that. Okay. Um, there are other great examples, and they come out on the console, and all of a sudden they're 40 fucking dollars. Okay. I don't like that at all. I don't think that's that's good business. I don't think that, well, maybe it is for them, but I think they're actually, you know, cutting, you know, what do you call it? Uh, cutting out the nose, spike the throat, whatever. Spike their face, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't think it's in good, I don't think it's in good form at all because, you know, let's just say, okay, it was $10 on Steam last. Why not make it 20 Why not cut it right down the middle? Okay, so you put all the effort into it. Who knows how much effort that actually takes because most of these machines are now based on PC. Um, you know, and instead of like making it 40 freaking dollars when I don't even believe it was $40 to begin with when it came out on Steam. I believe it was like $32.99 or something like that. But that's just one example. Mm-hmm. This happens with every game. They did the same thing with Escapists, um, um, Don't Starve, uh, um, the other one uh, where he's in the basement. Um, just can't remember, but I don't like that. I don't think I, I, you know, why do that? Why, why jack the price up that much when people who want to buy it for their Xbox One or whatever are not going to buy it, you know, because they, they can see it on Steam. It's like five ninety nine, but here it's yeah, here it's uh, seventeen ninety nine or, or that, that's even that's even fine, but like twenty seven ninety nine, you know, it's like seriously. No? Graham, Graham, thoughts on that? Well, I was going to say, there are a lot of people that play just console games, and you really don't know yeah. about Steam. So I'm thinking maybe that's what the, the developers are thinking. It's like, oh, maybe we can sell it at this price, because no one knows that it's actually this cheap on Steam. Mm-hmm. So they're probably just trying to keep the two entities separate, which, but, to me, I never check Steam. I never see what's on sale. I never, ever. And... Especially, like, that Kerbal Space Program. Like, me personally, I enjoy playing on the Xbox more than the PC. So, 
if it's 20 bucks more, I would pay 20 bucks more to play it on my Xbox, even just to contribute to my gamer score. So, I see what you're saying and stuff like that, because it does kind of like piss you off. It's like, shit, I could have like got it for this. But for an example now is XCOM 2. Like, that's been out on PC for a while, and I don't know how much it is on Steam right now, but it's probably discounted because it's been out for a while. So you're kind of expecting it to be at that price now for Xbox One and PS4, which they're not going to do that because they're going to try to get as much money as possible. I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, don't, don't get a little extra money. You know, if it's, if it's $29.99 on Steam, and fine, make it like, you know, $39.99 or, or $42.99 or something. Don't go to 60 bucks. I mean, because it's just bullshit. Yeah. Right, but it's so, kind of like Diablo was like that too, right? Diablo three, because that was at a long time, and then they released it on the Xbox One at full price. I don't know if they did or not. I can't remember. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Graham on this one because but then like again, I, yeah, then again, I was talking about you know these these indie games and stuff like right. that. I wasn't talking about AAA titles. Right, right. So, like, of course, of course, it's a money grab, right? Yeah. I mean, they're. They're out to make money, and they're trying to make as much as they can. And I think what they count on is that people are not cross-platform gamers. Mm-hmm. People are either PC gamers or Xbox gamers or PlayStation gamers, or if you want to broaden it more, they're either PC gamers or they're console gamers. Mm-hmm. Right? So they take the standpoint of, okay, well, you know, Kerbal Space Program, because you brought it up, is, you know, now $10 on Steam or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But people out there are console gamers and console gamers only. They've never even heard of this. And, you know, let's put it out there and see what they can get for, you know, 50 bucks or 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, came out, it came out at 40, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so, okay, so 40 bucks. So let's see what we can get for that. And for a lot of console gamers, it's a brand new game. It They've was for me, heard. actually. I'm yeah. a good example for a curl because I found it and I'm like, oh. And then later I'm like, oh, geez, it was on Steam for like forever i didn't right. know i thought it was an xbox one game and i'm the same way so i, I thought the same thing but it, it's a brand new game for those people and but people that are on both platforms they're gonna look at it and say well it's forty dollars here and it's ten dollars here so i'm gonna buy it for ten dollars here yeah right and they still get ten bucks out of it right yeah so they still make money but the people that just play on console they're like oh 40 bucks this game looks awesome and it's good reviews i'm gonna buy it it's funny you're talking they about make this as game. Much money I, as they can. I completely forgot about that game. I own it, and mm-hmm. I just you do. fell away off it. Awesome game, by the way. Awesome. Yeah. And and that, that's the thing where you know if you're smart, you're a console gamer. You give it a few months, and like when a holiday sale comes around for Xbox and PS4, it'll probably be down to twenty or fifteen dollars. But I'm with you, Mike. I mean, I agree. I, I think it's I think it's a total money grab. I I 100 agree. But and and I also agree, by the way, that a lot of these a lot of these things are like save as type file things, you know. Yep. You just you click save as and change the end of it, and it's good to go. Yeah, pretty much. Um. But they can take advantage of what they can take advantage of, and it's a capitalist society, and they can, you know, people are like, hey, I want to spend forty bucks on Crystal Space Program, like Graham. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then awesome, they you know let them make the most money they can off of it. But for other people out there, you know I'm not saying Graham's a sucker, he wasn't <laughs> that case. But <laughs> but 
But, you know, people that aren't like that overall. But, yeah. but now you're saying, okay, if a game Wait. comes out on console, I'm like, I better check see if it's on Steam. But I'm, I'm not going to yeah. play it on Steam, even if it's cheaper. Right. So if you're, if you're, a de- if you're like, dedicated console player, and you really want to play the game, and you, and you just are excited about it, then why not? Who cares? Yeah. And if you're cool with spending 40 bucks, and that's a personal decision, and you're like, this is worth that to me, awesome. Go for it. Okay. But, you know, I see what you're saying too, Mike, where it's, it's a bit of a money grab. It totally is. Absolutely is. Um, but I don't think for-profit companies have obligations to the consumer to save them money. I think for-profit companies have an obligation to make money, mm-hmm. and the consumers are responsible for making intelligent decisions. So if a consumer is, is multi-platform, and plays on console and PC, then they're going to have that information. They're going to say, "Well, it's thirty dollars cheaper here. I'm going to buy it here." But if a console, if a player is console only, then they're at the mercy a little bit. Okay. They got to say either I'm going to buy it now or I'm going to wait and let it go down in price. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know anybody else on that. Now, what do you got? That's it for me. Oh, oh, you you get the email I, I question. The question. Yeah, I get the question. <laughs> uh, I do have, I do have one other thing if we can touch on briefly. So, I'm at work, and I'm talking to a coworker of mine, and she is you know a little bit older than all of us, and and she's just convinced that playing violent games makes you violent. Yeah, one of those people. Yep. That's like listening to music like Marilyn Manson makes you go kill people. Yeah. yeah. So the example I gave is, you know, I watch football every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I don't come in and tackle my coworkers every Monday morning. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a lot more interesting so, if you did. It would. But she responded by saying, that's a completely stupid like example. That's not the same thing. And I said, okay, why, why is that not the same thing? <laughs> because watching football is an activity and playing games is a behavior. No. So I disagree with that on every possible level. That's like people that watch movies, see. too, like all the time. And then they yeah. like bash people playing video games. So I even changed it up on her at that point. I even said, like, okay... Fair enough. Like, let's say that's true. I play Madden all the time. And I don't come in and tackle people every Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, uh, that's the same thing. That doesn't make any sense. Okay, so... I'm convinced that people like that just want to have their opinion and ignore all the facts. Uh, yeah, those are Donald Trump voters. <laughs> yes. And this one, by the way, is. Totally. 100%. Uh, well, see? Checkmate. So, uh, what do you guys think about this? Because this has been a long-ranging debate, right? Like, ever since Columbine. Yes. You know, like, these people play shooters, and these the shooters are causing them to be violent and going to school and shoot a school. But there are millions and millions and millions of people who play games and don't do anything like that. Well, I tell you right now, there's far worse stuff that's on TV than video games. Exactly. And there's far worse stuff that they hear in school than they're ever going to hear in a video game. But, Graham, have you ever felt the urge to shoot up anywhere? Yeah, I have, but it's not from playing video games. <laughs> okay. 
But so, no, I, I know, like, it, it's ridiculous how people, like, they, they need something to blame, right, for maybe yes. their their parenting thing or whatever, right? But people always look for something to blame. And, like, they think art is, like, it's expression. Like, sometimes this stops people from, like, acting out and stuff like that. It's a release. So they think, okay... Like Grand Theft Auto, what do you think people are just gonna walk around and pull people out of the cars and like shoot them and take their car and right. drive off? Yeah. No, that's that's not the real world, lady. It's not a tutorial for life. Yeah, it's an experience. You know, it's it's an escapist experience. But Mike, what are your thoughts? Uh, very simply, um, there was a study done, and uh, surgeons who played video games did far better and far more technically better work than surgeons who did not. Um, I believe that everybody in this world has, makes their own choices. Yep. You know, um, there are there are a few individuals in this world that you know we would, I'm sure everybody else in the world would just rather just not be around at all. Like bye bye. Even if you just kicked them in the ass and they, and they went flying out, you know, yep. to another country and everything like that, and didn't actually kill them. You know, I mean, but we just don't do it because we don't want to ruin our own lives. Right. And it's all, it's not an influence. It doesn't influence anything. You know, uh, if anything is going to be more influential than, than video games, it's going to be music. Because you know how you have drive fast songs. Mm -hmm. um, so they make you drive fast, right? Yep. But you're not going to, you're not going to play a video game and go running outside of your, your, your house with a Gatling gun and just start rolling down people left and right. Exactly. Like look like aliens. I mean, because it's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. So uh, that is that is a very weak argument, and it has already been disproven. Yeah. So there's. Not so so what I'm going to say to kind of conclude this, or hopefully conclude it, is, I said to her, this individual, I said, there's studies that say A, B, C. You know all the things you guys just said. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm And the response was. Well, any study can be, you know, any study, they just, they, they've already got the conclusion before they even start. It sounds like a Donald Trump supporter, 100%. So, Spare now, me your facts. here's the thing. So, everybody out there, when you deal with somebody like that, now you're dealing with something called an emotional truth. And emotional truth means they're going to dismiss any facts as biased or whatever, hateful or whatever, so they don't have to adjust their own opinion. Any facts you throw at them, they're just going to dismiss as, like, not valid or whatever because they're biased or they're prejudiced or they're whatever. And there are a ton of, like, unbiased academic studies out there about gaming that prove that not only does gaming not promote violence amongst the people who play, but it promotes better motor skills. Yeah, it makes kids smarter. Yep. It promotes people to think faster on their feet and be more intelligent overall. I have a serious problem with people who continue to perpetuate this myth that gaming makes people violent and gaming is awful and gaming is terrible. And it's from people that are uninformed and have no idea what they're fucking talking about. And meanwhile, they'll watch their binge watch their TV series and stuff yeah. like that. Well, and, and not just TV series, but like reality TV shows. Yeah, reality shows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
you know, and it, it I, I just have an issue with yeah. that. I have All an right. issue with people who don't let the facts get the way in the way of their opinion. Mm-hmm. And that's not the way the world works, not the way reality works. Yeah. So, anybody out there who's dealt with that, you know, if you're somebody who, you know, because I'm sure we have gamers out there whose parents think it's an awful thing, you know, and it's not. Yeah. You got to learn how to balance life, right? And right. no matter what, you you know, if you, you spend 12 hours a day playing games or 16 hours a day playing games, well, you probably need more balance in your life. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, playing a few hours a day isn't going to make you an awful person. In fact, it's probably going to help you. It's going to improve your motor skills. It's going to improve your critical thinking. It's going to improve your, your quick thinking. Mm-hmm. All that type of thing. That's awesome. And if it and if it makes you forget all the bullshit in your life, that's even better. Mm-hmm. So I completely reject people like the one I just talked about. Um, love her to death. She's a coworker. She's a nice person, but completely uninformed and not willing to let opinion or facts get in the way of her opinions um, if, so with that said that said, do, that said for, I got that, a piss that other for disca- whoa calm down now. <laughs> I'm not I'm not kidding dude holy crap like somebody's gonna hit themselves so that's gonna do it for discussion this week so Mike's gonna hold it for a couple more seconds while we get out of here that that is gonna do it for episode number 18 of the Thursday Night <laughs> Podcast um, for Mike and for Drag Graham. it on. <laughs> yeah. For Mike, for Graham. I'm Tyler. Both, thank you for your patience the last couple weeks while we get our bullshit figured out. And yes. thank you for joining us again this week and having faith in us. Yep, yep, we'll we're be back. back next week. <laughs> we'll be back next week with episode number 19, almost to 20. So thank you again for joining us. Um, have fun gaming, everybody. Download Gears of War 4, down pre order if you haven't uh, done so yet. It looks mm-hmm. like it's freaking awesome. Um, Donald Gears of War 4 and Forza Horizon 3, they look freaking amazing. So My bladder. All right. So yeah, have fun, everybody. Good. Stay safe. We'll talk, to you. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, everybody. Peace out.